Hello, everyone. Welcome to LOA Uncork. This is Holly. And this is Gina. And oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, Gina. Oh my gosh, this lady and this conversation, our guest today, brilliant, beautiful. Well, she's stunning. Smart, stunning. Kick ass. I mean, she's got I mean, her badassery toolkit all decked out, man. She is it's consciously a- creating a whole new version of herself constantly, which I love. I love it. I love it. I, I love, love it. I love her story. Mm-hmm. I love her. She mm-hmm. is an acupuncturist, a spiritual coach, a personal stylist, mm. and she's done the podcast Infinite Love. It's yeah. beautiful. Uh, she's curated a platform called Corinna, C-A-R-R-I-N-N-A. I like to call it Karina. Yes. That's Karina. It's Karina. Not mm-hmm. Corinna. Uh-huh. Karina. Karina. Karina mm-hmm. with double R's and double N's. Mm-hmm. She's curated this platform for women over 40 yes. who are not represented enough. And yeah. Gina and I understand that because yep. we're there. In okay. the, well into that vintage, actually. To yes. celebrate life and the aging process beautifully. Mm. She is also helping women build authentic and holistic lifestyles through style, beauty, and wellness. Yeah. She gives us so many great tips on oh, yeah. how to own your badassness. She didn't call it that. She called it wholeness, but I'm calling it badassness. How to yep. deck out your badassery toolkit. Yeah. How to just be unapologetic you. Uh, Beautiful in this world. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. how to yeah. maybe curate people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. style things mm-hmm. that help radiate your own internal beauty essence yeah absolutely and you know what's so interesting is she's you know i don't think people would think you know acupuncture goes with style it goes with you know uh, you know wellness but at the end of the day she's really Boy. all about energy right it's all she energy is. it's all she's an energy, energy healer it, too all of it including how you show up in this world including the style you bring your own unique look and style and you know that creates energy for yourself to be authentic in this world like just a beautiful conversation of how all these things are so interdependent and we have choices in all of them um, to be really thoughtful and mindful in co-creating and curating. So all, and she's also all about celebration. Celebrate the small things. Celebrate the mm-hmm. life you're living. Celebrate where you're at. Celebrate it all. And, uh, you know, we're, we are big fans of the celebration. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Including when it comes with a glass of bubbly, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I loved how she showed up in, in our podcast. Yeah. I love how she shows up in life. I yeah. think you're going to love her website and her marketplace that she's getting up and going right now. And we can't wait to be there with you. She's a great example of conscious creation is a lifestyle. Ah, enjoy this episode. Here we go. Welcome everyone to LOA Uncorked with Holly and Gina. We're excited you've joined us for a conversation to unleash your inner badassery and uncork your magic. This is the no bullshit, all truth, nothing but fun podcast. And don't worry, we've got you. You are our VIP. This is a special day. A very special day. We're talking about new stuff today. Yes. I almost said new shit today, but I think I'm going to get some actual <laughs> style today. That's what I'm hoping oh, for. Heck yes. What do you think about that? I think it might. 
in my, order? Is it in order? I, well, <laughs> I'm not judging, Gina. You I always know. look beautiful to me. I know. And we're going to talk you. about aging mm. beautifully, in style, mm-hmm. perfectly. Just in time. With the amazing Corinne Camara. Mm. She has a started a lifestyle brand right. for styling and aging and beauty. And guess what else, Gina? Mm. This is the part. I mean, I like all of it. Mm-hmm. All of it is really good. Mm-hmm. Right up our alley. Okay. She's an acupuncturist and I a healer. I'm I listen. know. And a podcaster. <laughs> yes. And a fellow, and a fellow pod- podcaster. <laughs> yes. 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 Welcome, Corinne, to LOA Uncorked. Good morning, Corinne. Thank you so much. Good morning. I'm so Good happy to be morning. here. Thank you for inviting me. Thrilled to <laughs> have thrilled. you here today. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, Corinne, what we typically like to do is have our guests kind of share a little bit about themselves, you know, just a quick overview of who you are, how you arrived to where you are today, and what's important to you. Just, mm-hmm. just some real quick, you know, five-minute highlight reel of Corinne, and then we'll take the, the conversation further. Okay. Well, as you mentioned, my name is Karen, and I was born in New York City. My parents were immigrants from Africa. They came to New York City via Paris, and they were fashion designers. So I grew up in the fashion district of New York, and my mom's motto was, you want to look good to feel good. So I was always dressed well, and it was always a big um, part of my lifestyle when I was Mm. growing up. And as I got older, I wanted to do something that would serve people, and I was put in an acupuncture school. Life put me there, working as an office manager. Mm. And I started to get treatment because I had a cyst on my ovary. So this is like after college, I'm like 20s, I'm thinking about going into style, I'm thinking about what am I going to do with my life? And with this cyst really shifted everything because the doctor was like, you need to get surgery. And I was scared, but I was also scared of needles because I was working at an acupuncture school, <laughs> but the needles were less scary than surgery. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I, got, <laughs> so I got acupuncture and within two months, my menstrual cramped increased, um, decreased and my cyst went away. And for me, it was such a miracle because at that moment, I was having really bad menstrual cramps and headaches and digestive stuff. And that changed everything for me. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to drop everything I was thinking about and I'm going to become an acupuncturist because it made such a big difference for me. Then I moved to California and I've been in California for the last 15 years, focusing on acupuncture, building a practice around women's health and all of this and kind of focusing on pelvic health and pregnancy and fertility Mm. and all of these things. And then at the same time, I'm still taking care of myself, right? I'm working on my spiritual path, learning how to love and accept myself, figuring out how I can age gracefully. I started getting gray hairs in places I thought didn't get gray hairs. They do not teach you that stuff in like health and, you know, they do not tell you. No. And (laughs) when you see it, it is startling <laughs> very yeah very <laughs> yeah and mm-hmm. i started freaking out i was like oh my god i'm getting older and i'm not living the life i want to live and i was complaining about my body at 35 i was like still tr- trying to be the weight i was at 25 yeah mm-hmm. i was still struggling on not accepting my body and figuring out how i could look how i looked when i was in my early 20s which is impossible <laughs> and i finally was like you know what i'm going to stop waiting i'm going to start enjoying my life mm-hmm. and it took from 35 to 40 because when I hit 40 I had to real freak out because I was like okay now this is this is really (laughs) happening (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and 
I was like, you know what? F it. I'm going to enjoy my life. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then the and then the pandemic happened and then that really doubled down on everything because I felt, you know, more, my mortality, like everyone else's mortality became into question. I was like, a little virus I can breathe can kill me. So what mm-hmm. am I waiting for? Um, yeah. I know I'm getting older. It's inevitable. We're all aging. There's nothing we can do about it. So instead of fighting it and resisting it, how can I lean into it and learn to accept and love it and enjoy the rest of my life here on the planet and also bring something to the community? Because I feel like as women get older, we're not celebrated. We're told to be invisible or it's implied we should be invisible. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially a lot of my friends are much, much older than me, like in their 70s and Mm -hmm. 60s. And I started styling them for my friend's wedding. And then it became this thing where people were like, well, why don't you do this for a living? You always dress so well. And I'm like, oh my God, you're right. Why don't I do something that involves fashion and beauty and lifestyle and all the things that I love personally that have helped me so much in my life and bring this happy, joyful Mm. energy into the space of healing. Mm. Gosh, I love that. And so then Karina was born. So it's C-A-R-R. Karina was born. I-N-N-A. And we'll put all that in there because it's Mm -hmm. it's not exactly the spelling. So it's double R's, double N's. Okay, that's what Double R's, double N's, yeah. As a Gina, J-E-A-N-N-A, I get you, Karina. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like it. It's really because, oh, so funny story why the brand is called Karina. Um, My mom actually wanted to name me Karina. Oh, but hey. my name. dad misspelled my name oh. <laughs> when he put the birth certificate. He put an E instead of an A. <laughs> yep. And that story is told <gasps> many is times. So yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I think it's so funny. I don't know why I think that was so funny. And you so know, it I is. Was, uh, it is funny. So, it's anyway, and I love Corinne. I love my name. And so I thought it would be an O to my parents to put at least to my mom to put the brand oh, name. And I, and I thought I the, think the interesting spelling was easier. I think that's beautiful. And I love, I, I love to challenge the numerologists out there to figure that one out. That's when, you know, when they look at your letters and they say your life path and yes. your destiny path, like, is it Corrine or is it Corinna? Yeah, or is it yeah. Corinne? Or? It's Corinna. Yeah, Corinna. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of people have called me Corinna anyway with the E. Anyway, so it's just been interesting. So oh, it's funny. Well, it's funny because we yeah. have the same conversation like before mm-hmm. the podcast. I'm like, well, it's Corinne, but... It's Karina. It's Karina. I said I listened to the podcast. It's Karina. Karina. She spelled it. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Okay, well, that's we'll put awesome. all we'll put it in the show yeah, notes. It's sure. wonderful. And so, okay, I love this background okay, and style. I have so many questions. Okay, well, do you want to? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, can we? Can you talk about um, your time and and what you're currently doing with acupuncture? Let's start with that, and then I've got a bunch okay. of questions on the fashion. That and have, I, I need to talk and about I'm asking the body. for a friend. Yes, in the body. Yes. I'm asking for a friend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But the but speaking from somebody who wears black every single day, correct. the same. I, I think I color. think she might. I think it's okay. But we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so so talk about the acupuncture because you know it's something like Holly was saying off off air that you know we have really um, both started to to see an acupuncturist and and really finding this for me personally this great result in terms of flow in the body, you know, that my chi is finally moving, everyone. If everyone's been worried about me, my chi is moving. So can you talk a little bit about the acupuncture and and how that weaves in to the work you're doing in the world and your own personal development and learning over time and and kind of how it how it started for you back in your twenties and and maybe where you are today with it and what you think about acupuncture in terms of holistic wellness, maybe differently than when you started. Yeah, you know, 
Actually, acupuncture has been consistently from the same for me from oh, the beginning okay. to the end. Yeah, because I came into acupuncture, like I mentioned, because of my cysts. So it was a right. very physical issue, mm-hmm. right, that I went in because I had a cyst on my ovary. And they did the acupuncture treatments mm-hmm. and with herbs and everything, the cyst dissipated. But what was more magical about that moment was the emotional reliefs I got mm-hmm. because I was in a relationship I was breaking up with my ex and there was all this um, emotionality around it that I was finding myself stuck. Should I leave New York? Should I stay in New York? And Mm -hmm. acupuncture really helped shift my whole energy around really what I wanted and helped me get so much clarity. And so there was such a huge emotional component to acupuncture, I started to see it as an emotion, uh, an energy medicine when I was 24. And I was like, this practice is more than just the physical. It really taps into the emotional space and the spiritual space. And so that's really what I really wanted to take away from the medicine. And I continued to study that while I was in school and afterwards, like learning the esoteric elements of the acupuncture, how acupuncture is related to chakras, how acupuncture is also an energy medicine. Then I started to learn energy medicine and how to incorporate that with acupuncture. And also, of course, working on the physical stuff. So I did more pelvic um, lessons and mm-hmm. classes and all of this because I really wanted to see, find intersection between what happens to our physical body that's mostly emotionally related and where that gets stuck in the body. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's been a big part of how I practice. It's really looking at the body as a storehouse for emotions mm-hmm. and how the emotions get stuck somewhere. And then it totally affects our physical space. And then our physical is what we, we we recognize, right? Like if we're tired, we're going to know, okay, we're tired, but we're not necessarily going to understand that we're depressed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes right. we are, but not all mm-hmm. the time. Right. And right. so I really like helping people create that bridge to be like, hey, you have this happening in your pelvic area. Perhaps it's related to an unresolved pain with an ex or trauma or something Mm. else that's going on with you emotionally that hasn't been released through the physical space. And so it's really important to have a holistic mindset, even with acupuncture, making sure that you have a spiritual guidance, if that's Mm. something that you believe in, making sure that you have a therapist, going to an MD, also going to chiropractic care. Like It's not just a one facet approach to healing. It's definitely better to have multi- multi um, modalities and different people looking at different perspectives but ultimately the best healer is you like going inside of yourself and being like okay something somebody said something to me today that didn't really sit well <laughs> it's you know it's sitting in my chest funny i don't know i didn't digest my food that well today what's happening so right. you can start to like put a connection to, between how you feel physically and how that is affected by your emotions. And then once you can get into the emotional space, then f- then feeling then healing physically becomes much easier. And recently I've transitioned to doing a lot of energy healing with my acupuncture practice. So it's like, and I'll do an intuitive reading while we're doing the acupuncture because sometimes it's that energy that need that needs to be released with the use of acupuncture that can really make this treatment more powerful. And then also moving into the facial acupuncture because our face is so expressive Mm -hmm. and it holds so much tension and emotions that a lot of these wrinkles and lines are formed because of emotions being expressed over and over. The 11s that everyone wants to get rid of of Botox, that's just anger and frustration and frowning. Mm -hmm. Like when we, we don't frown when we're happy, you know, it's like, so why, so why are you frowning, really? 
You know, like the, mm-hmm. the, the they call these the disappointment lines when, mm-hmm. and you usually see them with older women and older men, right? Their mouth kind of sinks down and yeah. you look at these faces and you're like, what have you been disappointed by your whole life that you've never really expressed? And now it's just on your face all the time. And so working on the face also, besides the cosmetic aspect, it's also releasing these stored mm-hmm. emotions and helping wow. the client tap into the stored emotions for themselves. Like, who are you not forgiving? Who are you mad at? Yeah. Like, who are you, who, like, wow. who's, what are you holding on to? Because that, what you're holding on to is making you look old, not the other person. <laughs> right. So, like, what yeah, can we do to help who? you? Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> like, how can we, like, let go of all this stuff so that you can radiate from a place of pure joy and pure love for you, mm. for yourself? Mm. Yeah. Nice. And then when you're coming from that space, you receive, you're received differently and you can show up differently for the people that you love in your space and spread that joy and love to the people mm. around you. Mm. Well, I love that. I, you know, what's beautiful about you is that you do incorporate that. And the energy side, the intuitive side, because I always thought, and Gina and I, mm-hmm. we're, we were going to acupuncture for a purpose. Mm-hmm. So Physical for example, purpose. you know, my digestion isn't working, right? Okay. Right. Or my, I have a scar, like you said, Corinne, I'm not fertility, but it's works right. well for fertility. Thank God. Your wing. There's no, my shoulder, my frozen 50 shoulder. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's like stuck. Mm-hmm. crap in there. It doesn't happen to everybody. Why is it in my shoulder? And yeah, I'm relatively healthy. So I, re- I, I knew about things like that. I also, but I didn't realize, and I think what you've kicked it up a notch exponentially is you can just go in and say, I want to tune up mm-hmm. and, and have an emotional tune up. So it's emotions are in the right. body. Right. Right. And which makes sense when we think about the, you know, the whole essence of acupuncture is, is energetic flow in the body. I mean, at its root, that is what it is, correct? I mean, it's just how things move in the body. And so if things are stuck, it would make sense that it would cause pain, disease issues in the body if it doesn't move freely the way the body is supposed to, to move. It's like blood. It's no different than blood, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's, and it's something that, you know, I think, and I work with moms, I used to work with moms and I still do because I feel like moms like will give birth and then go, 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 go. And, yeah. never, right. and yes. a lot of moms don't take care of themselves in that postpartum period, especially if they have C-sections or like yeah. going. And that scar is pretty significant. Like I have mm-hmm. a client that had a C-section 20 years ago. And she was experiencing pain every time she went to the bathroom to have Mm -hmm. a bowel movement. Mm -hmm. She wasn't having pain during sex, but her libido wasn't really there because, you know, it's not, energy wasn't really flowing in that Mm -hmm. area. We did three acupuncture sessions, three, and the pain went away. And like, it's to a point when she comes like every three weeks or so. And it's to a point where if she doesn't come, her husband's like, um, you need to go get acupuncture because it's totally (laughs) (laughs) affects. Oh my God. It affects her like, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like her husband's like nudging her because when she gets acupuncture, her body is flowing and she's more in her body than her libido's higher. So she's more interested right. in having intimate time with her husband. Yeah. But if she's not getting acupuncture over time, like, you know, a few months, her husband's like, hey. <laughs> Oh, that's so great. That's so great. You don't think about that. For women, you Mm -hmm. you don't see it. That's the thing. Like you don't realize that, you know, the libido is dropping. You don't, I mean, we're so go, 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 go. And not about yourself. You're taking care of the kids and you're doing all that. You you kind of forget to, to check in and, and it is sort of surprising because then when you go do the acupuncture or the therapy or whatever you're doing, then when you feel so much better, you're like, why did I feel so bad? Why was I okay with feeling so bad? Right. But it is easy to have it slip again. And for women and my, myself included, it's really hard to see sometimes until somebody else can point it out for me. Like Holly will go, I mean, it has nothing to do with libido, but she'll go, I just don't think you're <laughs> feeling great. Like you don't seem like you have the same energy or whatever it is, right? right. Um, I think it's super important to have people who can nudge you when that's not a, a high trait of yourself you know you'll hopefully learn it over time but to have somebody be able to support you in that way is great and the other thing that i think we've come across really recently is that we don't sit with our body Mm -mm. and let our Mm -mm. body talk to us so we just go and we ignore the well we don't maybe we don't even know it you know we ignore some of those signs of sitting with yourself feeling how you feel in your body right and then and assessing, like you said, I love it. Acupuncture is a is a big deal, but energy healing is as well. And mm. I'd like to talk a little bit about that because I think you do remote sessions. And so you don't have do. to be, mm-hmm. you don't have to, and people, this is mind boggling for people, but I've had this done. And so has yeah. Gina yeah, had that absolutely. done to her. Yep. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be in the same physical location. You don't have to have needles necessarily for this aspect of it. Right. Um and you do that as well, correct? Yeah, you know, it's one of my um, favorite things to do, actually, is to help really help people tap into themselves and what's really holding them back. And oftentimes, the biggest thing I find is forgiveness. It's interesting. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are just holding on to these pains um, around brothers, um, oppressors, people that traumatize them. and helping people let stuff letting that stuff go and really tapping into their heart and tapping into their joy and sometimes it's great to have an outsider look into their energy and be like hey this is what's going on and these are the things that you can do to shift that mm-hmm. and then what's fun now that I'm working with um style and all this other things it's like helping women especially f- like link their joy into something tangible because mm, oftentimes yes. when we're especially when you're we're working on something traumatic or painful it's like we're working on this painful thing and painful thing and sometimes it's hard to shift so what i find now it's like okay let's step into the joy like we understand that this tra- traumatic thing happened we can work on forgiveness but let's find a way to bring that joyful energy into that painful space as opposed to trying to work through this painful space and stay there Working yeah. on two things at the same time. So working through the pain, but also building up the joy. Yeah. And I find that's that. been the most um, transformative for me not to get stuck. Because sometimes I've been working on myself for years and sometimes you get stuck in your pain. You're like, I'm going through this and it's so traumatic. And yeah. And now yeah. I'm just like, you know, life is short. I want to I go through the pain, but I also want to 
yeah. go through the joy at the same yeah. time. Yeah. So helping women find the, the colors that work for them, the, the style, the body, like, you know, shopping, all these jewelry, things that are just, that make people feel happy. And then from that happy place, let's look at what happened to what, what your dad did. Mm. How can we shift that or whoever the person is or whatever the situation yeah. is? So coming from a joyful, positive space to heal. As right. much as you can, it's not always possible, but let's sure. let's help bring you nudge you there, right? Kind of right. thing. Right. But I'm impatient, and we like joy and fun, and we like. Yeah. I'm. We're all about that here. So I love yeah. like. Let's yeah. work on ourselves. That's true yeah. because it is a journey you in have life to do it. Right. Life is short, as you say, mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. let's transition to the body, Gina. <laughs> Why did she say it like that? <laughs> Let's well, transition, Holly. <laughs> I agree. Yes. I well, I'm holding, you should be holding a mirror up. I'm going to talk about myself, not you. Okay. So for somebody who <laughs> has struggled their whole life and, um, I, you know, with body issues, body image, mm -hmm. spending too yeah. much of your energy, because what I feel like we do is, oh, let me give you an example. So I'm in my fifties and uh, I'll look when I was in my twenties or my thirties, I thought, Oh, I'm not small enough. I'm not skinny enough. I don't look good mm -hmm. enough. And you look back then and mm -hmm. you look perfectly fine. Okay. So like, right. Right. Okay. So, so like, I'll just take that again. I'll just yeah, take yeah, that again. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's like, there's never happy. And then there of course was weight gain, weight loss. And then it's hard to stay at a certain weight and keep your same clothes. Cause I'm, I like a lot of fashion. So I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that loves that. But I'm like, I could easily get out of my clothes and and move on to a new wardrobe, okay, which is horrible, okay? And so what happens is we spend so much energy on the what we shouldn't be eating, what we shouldn't do, we where we can't go to the beach because we don't look good in a swimsuit, where we don't want to go on the vacation or where we don't feel mm -hmm. sexy with the husband, partner, whoever, okay? And we spend so much time on that that there's less time for our own creativity for, and, and mm -hmm. our joy doesn't show up. And I'm a pretty joyful person, but I can say that like, that is still my Achilles heel. I mean, there's still, mm -hmm. there's still a heel there yeah. that I haven't quite hurdled. And so I'm getting better, mm -hmm. but I haven't hurdled it yet. What is your, like, you got to the point where you said, screw it. I'm happy with myself. How, how do we go about doing that? And what advice would you say? to somebody like me in that. Hey everyone, we're so excited to share with you a special gift for being our subscriber. Please head over to LOA Uncorked and get your own free badassery toolkit. What is that you might be asking yourself? Well, it's seriously very cool. It will give you your own badassery alias, your life superpower, your kryptonite, and those things about you that you should just own with swagger. And we're excited to give this to you. Head on over to LOA Uncorked and get your free badassery toolkit. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I've, I've had similar experiences that you mentioned. And what you just said I've gone through too, like where I was like, oh my God, my 20, I look at my pictures when I was in my twenties and be like, what was I complaining about? Exactly. But then again, you could, 
would you think about your future self? What if you're, do you want to be 85 years old thinking about what was I complaining about in my Exactly. 50s? Right. I think right? about that. So, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So then at some point you have, um, what I did was like, okay, this is going to, this has to stop. Like I have to just appreciate my body for what it is, even if I have an extra whatever pounds. And I started doing a practice of looking in the mirror and telling myself, I love you. You're mm-hmm. beautiful. Like really honing in in the areas that I felt did not get enough love from me. Uh, and mm-hmm. I also started to celebrate the parts of my body that I do love, right? Mm-hmm. So like, okay, I don't like my feet. I don't like my ankles, but I love my face and my hair. So mm-hmm. I'm going to focus on that. Like right. I'm going to put energy into the places that I love and then be like, oh yeah, but my feet are great too. Like, mm-hmm. so really focusing on what I love about myself and pouring energy into the spaces I don't. And really, it really is a lot of conversations with yourself. Like you mm-hmm. have to want to shift how you yeah. think about yourself. So looking in the mirror and being like, yes, I am beautiful. Yes, this this outfit looks great on me. And also the, pre- the gratitude, like I'm able to walk. Like when I'm sick, like, you know, it's like, oh my God, I'm sick. And when you're not, when you're healthy, you're like, thank God I'm healthy. Right. right. And so, in ha- so having true. that appreciation of being like, oh mm-hmm. my God, I could walk. Oh my God, I, I, I'm, I'm able to dance. I'm able to move. Because there's so many people that are our age or younger or older that cannot. Right. So I think a, a large part of it is having an extreme gratitude practice for what yeah. your body is capable of doing for you. Mm-hmm. A lot of self-love conversations. And then the celebration piece is wearing the things and doing the things that you feel make you feel good. So if you love like like I love big jewelry and so I make sure I wear jewelry and I, you know, colors, these are things I know that's going to make me feel good. So I focus on that and accentuating the parts of my body that I feel very confident about right. in order to help me really sink into those places that are not, that I don't feel so great about, but always focusing on the positive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Extreme love gratitude. Extreme gratitude. And and the body is a blessing and a miracle. I mean, it truly is when you think of yeah. all that your body does. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. It, it is wickedly amazing. So I, yeah. I, I can get into that, Gina, for I sure. I could too. I could too. So what would you say as a stylist? So I love your background, your parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is awesome. It's a great so story. Yeah. It's beautiful. And, you know, I can imagine New York fashion district oh. sounds very very fun and Exciting. lively and sexy, really, <laughs> mm-hmm. quite frankly. And uh, so what would you say to the person who you take to the store that hates everything? I'm not looking at anybody. <laughs> what would you say what to that person? What would you person? say to that person that just, well, like, can you, f- can you fix her? <laughs> well, I, my first question would be to that person is like, okay, so what, what do you love? Let's start there. Like, what, what do you so like? I love... <laughs> I mean, I that's that. part of, I think that is part of the problem, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. You don't love anything? I don't, well, when it comes to fashion, it's, I'm not really a big, it's just sort of not my, I mean, I, I'm not been, one right? of those, per, mm-hmm. uh, not, not one of those people that like look through a fashion magazine and go, oh my God, that's, mm-hmm. um, it's just not me. It is not You don't me. have to be. Mm-hmm. Right. That's so, okay. so, so when I think about and and I have a really poor history with my my body. I, I just do not appreciate it in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I find it challenging to make you know whenever and this goes back to my childhood like well, I would go and want to try on the cute pants everybody else has and I'm always so excited that I think it's going to look great and I look 
horrific in them. Like it just doesn't, you know, the, the what I think I'm going to look like and what I actually do look like are two very different things. Well, I feel like that's trauma too. You know, uh, we were talking about that, that, you know, our, my whole thing was, you know, school shopping, you'd go school shopping yep. before the school and you'd get like a couple pieces. We, we would get a couple pieces and we'd go there and, you know, every, all the other girls were getting the cute jeans and they didn't fit me right. And I would feel bad. So I'd come home depressed from, yeah. and you oh, were, absolutely. she was talking about that. I was like, I had that same experience. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's some, there's some trauma from childhood yeah, of just not sure. things, things not turning out right. Well, and even, you know, even, and you know, I had, you know, weight issues my entire life, childhood, as well as, you know, all, all the way through. And, you know, even when I would lose weight, quite a bit of weight, like I still did not feel like I still have to be a large or an extra large, even when I'm at my lowest weight, that's what I am. Like I'm just a bigger body type. Yeah. So Big I'm bones. never going to mm -hmm. be mm -hmm. what like I me. want to be, right? Like in right. my mind, what I want to be. And so, you know, there's sort of almost like a, well, I mean, hey, and I'm not a big fashion person. I don't I think she can fix it. us. So, <laughs> so, no, so I, mean, I, not, well, I don't think I, think I need to be fixed. I'm no, just trying to like exactly. figure no. out like how do I come to like a healthy spot with it? Yeah. Well, first of all, you don't have to be a fashion person because not yeah. everyone is. And right. first and secondly, you have to get dressed. So there's, you yes. know, so there's a certain yes. right. level of like you, that you need clothes. Functionality right? about And I would it. say yes. the biggest, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. the biggest thing is really shifting the mindset around it because it's really about self-acceptance because there's nothing that you can do. In this lifetime, you are the way that you are. Mm -hmm. You're going to, you're large slash extra large. Yes. And there's nothing that you can really do about it. You, right. So I feel you can lose weight, gain weight, but there's going to be a certain space where this is where you're at. And I have to come to those terms as well because I always want it in my mind. I'm like, I'm a size six. And then I'm like, <laughs> that's, that's just funny because I'm yeah. never going to be a size right. six unless right. I don't eat for like right. an extended amount of time, you know? <laughs> right. And so... I had to accept the fact that I'm a large, extra large, and that's right. what it is. And, you know, I even had these moments of being like, oh, my God, I'm going into plus size territory. Right. And I was like, okay, well, this is what it is. If I do need to go there, then that's what that's what it is. And we all have our freak out moments about it. And you really have to come into, an, into a space of internal peace mm -hmm. and be like, I love my body for the way it is. The cellulite, mm -hmm. the jiggle. The scars, the birthmarks, it's not going to change. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the sun's going to set and the sun's going to rise. This right. is what it is. Right. right. So you really have to shift your mindset around it and be like, okay, this is my body. Okay. And so now what? Now what? It's a blank canvas. Like, what am I going to do now? And when you start to get into that level of accept acceptance and it's not an easy switch, it's, it takes work to really every day remind yourself. Right. This is what's happening. So it's like a daily practice. And for right. me, for me, in order to accept my body, okay, like one of the things that I had to accept, which is a, a good thing for most women, but for me it was kind of hard, is that my breasts kept growing every few years. Yeah. To the point where I'm just like, I know women pay money for this, but <laughs> like this is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, yes. I know. And, I and it was kind of traumatic having it, you know, when the when I went to go buy a bra and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a 34D. And the, the woman, she looked at me like sideways, like, really, girl? 
Maybe at one time in your life, but she's not like, now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was like, let me bring you some stuff. And, uh, you know, and then I freaked out when she was like, oh, you're like a G. I was like, what? No, I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I had a whole like 72 hour freak out mm-hmm. moment of my, mm-hmm. and my friend had to mm-hmm. sit me down and be like, yeah, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what it is. And yep. I really had to sit, and this was recently. So, you know, I'm telling you this, but mm-hmm. this is something I work through yeah. every single day. So mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, I've reached the top of the mountain. Right. It's really like daily work and it's going to change because yeah. soon they're going to sag and soon my butt's going to sag and I'm going to be, you know, God forbid <laughs> right. I don't have a walker, but you know, I'm going to get old right? and it's really good. And I'm really going to be complaining. So like, <laughs> do I, do I really want to be complaining or do I want to just be like, okay, my boobs are sagging. That's what it is. Yeah. And how can I enjoy right now? Before I get to like 90, because I don't want to be 90 years old, like missing teeth, being like, oh, God, I I wish I could have enjoyed myself when I was in my 40s. Because now I look back at my 20s and I'm like, I wish I could have enjoyed my 20s when I I was able to wear like Daisy Duke shorts and do all these stuff that I wouldn't do now, but I could have then. I was small, but I was, I thought I was so big. And so- Right. Self-acceptance is huge. And then also in terms of the clothing bit, I am 100% positive that you have at least one thing in your closet that when you wear that you're like, <laughs> baby, I'm out here in the world. If you don't have that, you need to find that. We need to find I you a dress. I used to have that. I do yeah, not have I that. I was going to ask you well, about that, Corinne. I was going to say, don't you think that you should have at least like one thing or two things that you just feel... Okay, I look good. I mean, maybe I'm not yes. like on the moon, but yeah, yes. I, I'm I'm yes. I'm rocking it today, yeah. and yeah. I look pretty good. And right, you, everybody has yeah. to have that, don't you think? Everyone yeah. has that. Yeah, yeah. And even so, even if okay. it's not a clothing, maybe you can't find a piece of clothing that makes you feel that way. But maybe you do your hair a certain way, and you yeah do no, a, no, no, amazing no. makeup. You do something, maybe a hat, a hat something earrings, like something. Yeah. Yeah. So there yeah. has to be, you know. There, I, you know, maybe there's a piece of jewelry. There's something that you yeah, have no, that totally. makes you feel great, right? Yep, yep. Okay. And that's what you lean it, and that's what you lean into, right? But, if if clothing is not your thing, maybe just wear black all the time and wear dope earrings and wear yeah, amazing exactly. necklaces. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. Until yep. you feel like you want to move into a different direction. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Oh, I love that. I like that. Well, I like and you know, my mother's 94. And so she's the one that said her, your breasts keep growing. <laughs> and she says, she says, as they get bigger, then, then I have to flop them over my shoulder because they're like pancakes. Anyway, I just thought I'd do that oh as a public Lord, service announcement. <laughs> wow. Wow. She's very spicy. Okay. They become flatsies. Did she? Yes. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, they just become flat and you just flop them over your shoulder. They're so big. Okay. So stuff them in. Anyway, I, I oh thought, my God, that's these awesome. are the things nobody tells you about the gray hair coming no. out of your chin. Nobody, nobody, nobody tells, tells you, you. Right? That your breasts mm-hmm. keep Nobody's going and you, they get no. they get shrinkier and flatter and the hair starts not they got hairs start yeah. growing no yeah, everything yeah that was very good. disturbing very <laughs> disturbing hair hair, a- hair on my nipples i was <laughs> like what is this yeah <laughs> this is not okay <laughs> this no. is not like this is not okay like i was not no it's like true. if it's- i ever have a, if i ever have a conversation with god that's gonna be on the list like yeah that i think that's a good to thing to bring up for this for the betterment of people going forward <laughs> I yeah love- i think that's a good one that's i a good love one. it yeah you go to webmd going hair 
hairs on nipple. Like, uh, like what causes that? Like, yeah. there's, there's clearly something. Right. Else. I have to be the only one who has it. Yeah, like, there's a disease or something. Oh no, and it's yeah. it seems like it's just, I don't even know what it is. It's hormone. I haven't figured it's it out, but it's yeah. like, gotta be yeah. hormones and just aging and, you know, that the one hair that out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, and the thing yeah. that surprises me, I mean, we, <laughs> the thing that surprises me is like, I have a mirror that's like 15 times, okay, so that I can mm-hmm. see this. And for some reason, those hairs are already an inch long by the time you find them. How is that possible? Right. How'd they grow overnight? They grew overnight. They grew overnight. Okay, overnight. Like, overnight. How did I not see this for the last two months? This th- I, thing I mean, had to be growing. I yeah. have a tool that allows me to see, okay? Yeah, so and somehow true. it's an inch before I find it. I'm like, so how? So true. You know, and then it's I like, agree. Well, how I, many other people so saw true. this before So true. So true. I I literally ask myself the same questions every time. I'm like, (laughs) what it like? Yeah. And, but these, so, you know, so these are the moments where like, you have to be like, okay, find the joy, find the laughter, accept it and then move on. And so that's the kind of thing that really the mindset. So like even the idea of the law of attraction, right? Mm. Like shifting your mindset, because if you are thinking about, positively aging, loving yourself more, accepting yourself more, then your aging process will be more enjoyable. Right. Right. You'll probably get maybe less illnesses, less aches and pains, one would think, right? Because your mindset's more on celebration, going outside, enjoying life, as opposed to sitting around being miserable. All the areas in the world where people live over 100 have are positive in the space where they're around community. They're like, yes. up, they have, they're hanging around the youth. They have right. an upliftment which keeps your soul, keeps your soul fulfilled. And you start to realize that this body doesn't really matter in a lot of ways. It's what's inside. Right. Like our heart matters, our soul matters, and our body is a temple to house the spirit. And when you focus on the spirit, then the body becomes secondary. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm getting older, but I'm getting wiser. I'm getting more... free. I'm letting go of all this crap, this emotional stuff that I don't need. You become lighter. And then Mm. your face starts to shine and you have this inner glow that people are like, what are you doing? Is that Botox? No, it's called forgiveness. (laughs) I love that. I love that you you said that because I really believe it is a mindset and, Mm -hmm. and forgiveness and love is a huge part of it. And, you know, one of the things that I, I have always said, even back in my twenties, I remember saying, I'm going to have my plastic surgery fun. And we haven't talked about plastic surgery, but, and then I was like, as I got older, then I'm like, I'm Benjamin Button. I'm having more fun and Mm -hmm. I'm more joyful and more loving and less, less unhappy than I ever was. And I swear it makes a difference. And I keep saying, and every day I say, I'm going backwards. You know, I look in the mirror when I'm putting on my makeup, I'm like, wow, I'm going backwards. Okay. And and I actually think that, I mean, she's going to think I'm crazy, but I actually no, I, think that daily. Yes. And what happens mm-hmm. when you think that is, you know, I, I know my what my chronological age is, but what happens is you find people and things that help you go backwards. Mm-hmm. So we find right. you and then you yeah. help style us or you help yeah. do acupuncture, energy healing that takes away some trauma or pain, I find a product from you that actually I'm in mm-hmm. love with. And because yeah. all these things actually help yep. you go backwards. And the biggest thing is forgiveness and joy yeah. and love and love for self. That's why we've spent a, a bunch of time talking about that. Cause I think that's 
one of the hardest things that we can do is somehow mm -hmm. it's probably easier to forgive other people, yeah. but we don't forgive ourselves yeah. for not loving ourselves or forgive ourselves for eating that piece of pie last night, you know, whatever that is, yeah. you know, there shouldn't be any forgiveness yeah. around that, but yet we hold on to it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's yeah. the biggest thing to aging backwards is mindset. Don't yeah. you? I 100% agree. It's yeah. a total mindset. And it's the looking at it like the glass is half full as opposed to like, for me, I was looking at getting old as like this dreadful thing in my younger years. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God. I mean, when you're a teenager and somebody tells you you're, they're 30, you're thinking they're ancient. You're like, you're oh, a yeah, lady. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So true. And then, and the moment you you hit 30, but you know, I freaked out at 30. I'm like, oh my God, I'm, me, yeah, I'm an adult. Too. Like, what am I yeah. supposed to do now? And every decade became this like, oh no, I'm getting older. I'm getting older. I'm getting closer to diabetes and dementia and all these <laughs> things. And I'm just like, why am I going there? Right. And as opposed to being like, okay, I'm getting older. I'm getting wiser. I'm getting sexier. I'm getting more confident. I'm more free. Like I could live a life that I want to live. It doesn't have to stop because I'm no longer young. And that's why I wanted to create the Karina website and community because in the fashion world and beauty world, only the young are celebrated. Only the very thin are celebrated. They're getting better with the plus size and all right. of that. They are. They but are. then I... But I feel like they're leaving out middle-aged women. It's like you're a really old, old person or you're young. And mm -hmm. there's nothing to celebrate middle-aged women. Like mm -hmm. most of the women that are buying clothes that are the biggest buying power are between 40 and 60. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, the, this, is, the, this is the women that are going out and buying things because they have the means now. Right? It's nice to be in your 40s. You have the means. You're confident. You're like, okay, I, I can like, show off my body now because I don't care. Like When you're younger, you're like, well, I don't know. Should I? You have all these insecurities. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true. Certain... <clears throat> we should all walk around naked at that age. <laughs> right. You're and like, be happy you know, about it. Right? right. Yeah, it's so true. Like, I remember going mm -hmm. to the first time I went to a Korean spa and I, oh, was, yeah. like, you know, oh, yeah. I was super like, oh my oh, God, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I'm naked. These old ladies are walking around talking, legs all open. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> it's true. I, like, I, I know too much. Yeah. I know too much. I was kind of like, yeah. I like this. They're comfortable. They don't I care. Know. They have bellies and everything's rolling. They're just laughing. And I'm like, that's what it is. Like getting yeah, older is a sure. celebration of your body, of who you are, your essence, your intelligence. I mean, I think this is why. This is my opinion, but I think the patriarchy really puts down women as they get older because yep. they know as women get older, we get wiser, Power, we powerful. get stronger, yeah. mm -hmm. we have we become more powerful. Yeah. So mm -hmm. tell us that we're that we're invisible, so that we don't matter for so long that women think that, and it's not true. Women become more powerful as they age, and even in Chinese medicine. We are our power gets released, our essence is released during our menstrual cycle. So once mm -hmm. our menstrual our menstruation stops, that energy goes back inside, which is wow. why elderly women are so revered because now they have all that energy that's no longer being released with their menses to harness it and use it for creativity or whatever that's what they Dr. want. Dr. Wu tells me. Mm -hmm. You're acupuncturist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. that same thing. Oh, that's beautiful. Right. More power. You will become more powerful yes. and more young. Right. So women. Women get more powerful as yeah. we age. We become more sexual. We become yeah. more like, yes. Mm -hmm. And that's what the patriarchy is trying to die down. And mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I'm not having it. <laughs> I'm not having it. <laughs> Let I me, love it. Let no. me go. Yes. <laughs> well, I I have one quick question. Yes. I know we're really tight on time, but I, I, am, I wanted to talk to you because we, we talk about it quite a bit on the podcast mm -hmm. around celebration. Um, yes. And that's super important to you. And you feel like that's a really important element or foundation to the life that you're co-creating with the universe. So can you talk a little bit about 
your philosophy around celebration, what kinds of things you celebrate and, and you know, what, what you feel is the importance of that practice. Yeah, the celebration goes hand in hand with the gratitude. So for me, it's celebrating the little moments because, of course, we have these big moments like birthdays and, you know, big things that happen in your life. But for me, it's like the little things that matter. Like today I did a podcast episode. I'm going to celebrate that. Like, oh, my God, I was on a podcast. That's so great. Like, you know, like having these little moments and, and acknowledging them and being like, this is this happened to me today. Like I got to work safely. Yay. I You know, no car accidents. I'm safe. Like, you know, I think it's important to acknowledge all the amazing things that have happened to you. Like, oh, I ate this amazing meal. It's so wonderful. Thank you. And having a joyful attitude around everything that's given, because in a lot of ways, our life, at least for me, the way I think about it, is such a gift and such a blessing. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways, I'm so blessed to be in America, good and bad issues with that. But, you know, for the most part, you know, it's good and living the life I live, having my own place, having my own business. So I just always have to remind myself, my life is great. Mm. I don't have all the things I want yet. I'm still working on them, but overall I could celebrate today. I'm alive, I'm breathing, I'm healthy. So I always have to remind myself, today is a good day. Like, I don't know about tomorrow, but this very moment is a good day and a good moment. So I think it's important to be in the moment and mm-hmm. celebrating that very moment and not really worrying about tomorrow or yesterday, but being present. So for me, celebration means being present and having gratitude for every moment. Mm. I Beautiful. love that. Thank you so Beautiful. much. So tell us uh, a little tiny bit about, we've talked a little bit about it, but what your hopes and dreams are for Karina mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. who you are inviting into your community and then we will tell and tell everybody how to get a hold of you and yep. we will put it all in our show notes. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So Karina, um, like, like you mentioned earlier, is spelled C-A-R-R-I-N-N-A and it's website up. And Karina is all about a community. So I'm inviting women or women that or people that identify as women that are over 40 that really want to celebrate aging through, st- through style, beauty, and wellness. And the platform is going to have a lot of educational tools, but ultimately it's a place where you can eventually be able to shop and there's going to be an e-commerce site that I'm building. So that'll be with models that look like us <laughs> and there's going to be product recommendations. And so, the, yeah, it's a, it's a rolling out slowly. But right now, the services that I'm offering, if you're local, is facial acupuncture. I'm also offering style consultation so I can do color, body type. And then my favorite part is finding your joyous style, like helping women tap into their joy and how they can really get that self-acceptance and self-love and have that have their clothing and style emulate the joy that they want to build or have in their life. And so those are the two things that you can purchase on the site. And also you can download a free nine simple tips for graceful aging through style, beauty, and wellness. You can download that and that also give you some insight on the brand. And yeah, and you can also connect with me on Instagram at onkarina.co. I'm also on TikTok working that out. And I'm also building my YouTube channel. So they're all under the same name. And you can always email me too at hello at Karina.com and connect with me that way if you have any questions or curious about how you can celebrate your aging and if you have any questions around beauty, style, overall wellness, how you can tap into more self-love and have that radiate through your face and style. 
Oh, God. Okay. I, I need some joy radiating through my face. You are joy I radiating. Know, I need more, though. I mean, you could, yes, I and then it. have it expressed <laughs> everywhere. That is great. I love this conversation no, I too. today. This is fantastic. Thank you so much for being with us, Corinne. And yeah. I'm excited thank about you. Karina. We are and super excited about Karina. Yeah. And thank you for empowering women. And I think that's mm. really important right now that we all empower one another to be our best. And and I love that you are doing it through your own story. Because I yeah. think the storytelling and, you know, really helps mm-hmm. people see themselves and in their, you know, their journey and your journey. Yeah. And, and I think that's super important for women to continue to do. Um, Cause it does yeah, change the thank conversation. You. Yeah. That's a beautiful yeah, story. Totally. Yeah. All right, everyone. All right. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you for joining our VIP conversation. And please visit us at our website, www.loa.com uncork.com. See you soon.